God's gift to Mother Earth. No judge, just love. All pronouns, faiths, and faithless are welcome at Cannabis Church. I'm your cannabis minister, Casey, and everything you're about to hear is my views and my opinions and do not reflect anybody else. I hope they resonate with you. Let me thank Cannabis Maker Radio and the boys at the Cannabis Maker Podcast, which you should all go check out, for recording the audio of today's Sunday sermon. Meanwhile, you can check this out on my podcast later in the week, as well as the video version of what we are about to talk about today. <clears throat> we are here to end the stigma of the devil's lettuce and connect to better wellness personally, spiritually, socially, and for the planet. Whether you need connection to humanity or the universe or the great creator of your choice, or if you just need some good vibes to meditate with love and light, all are welcome with green grace in this safe space. Now, I'm about to say a quick prayer, but it's not to bless the sacrament because let's face it, the sacrament blesses us. Hello universe, it's me, Casey. Thank you for bringing me Cannabis Church and starting this ministry. Thank you to everyone who's here live or listening or watching this later. I appreciate your love and your time because what's more precious than our time and our energy? I pray for those out there with hardened hearts that they can be softened, that they can view the cannabis community through new fresh eyes, get educated about the truth so that they can disregard all the lies. I pray for a specific individual, you know who you are, all love, all love. I told you I would send out love for you. You can harass me all you want and I understand people may not get what I'm trying to do here, but that's okay, I'm gonna push forward. And thank you for the universe for bringing me the cannabis community and the cannabis family. It's been a rough week and having them in my life has been amazing. Thank you universe, amen. You can partake in your smokable or edible sacrament of your choice as I already have here at the Cannabis Church. Thank you to our music director, Darrell Johnson for getting that plant love spirit vibe in the room today. And thank you to my brother, Bat, for being a huge inspiration in my life and, and being uh, my sponsor for Down the Road Show podcast, Dark Knight Studios. Go check them out. Love, 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 love. Thank you, Verdes Foundation here in New Mexico for the sacrament I've been partaking in today. Cannabis community. Wow. Cannabis church is not a new concept. I know that nor am I trying to copy anyone else or take away from any other cannabis loving ministries. Why would I do that? The more the better in my opinion, nor am I a dispensary saying I'm a church. I've been to a few of them before. I'm not selling or making any cannabis products here. I'm not a cultivar. I don't have a green thumb. I'm not providing patients or a congregation. I'm simply one human that has a calling calling 
I ignored for far too long. A calling to start a non-denominational service, a place to give my sermons about cannabis and our connection to the holy plant and the universe itself. A place for like-minded souls to connect on Sundays. And, and thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm, I'm humbled and gracious, and I can't thank you enough. Yes, I'm also a cannabis patient, cannabis user, cannabis enthusiast, cannabis activist, and one hell of a flawed individual that loves to swear. But I'm also not afraid, not anymore. In fact, I'm proud to put the word cannabis before church and carry the flame of knowledge with me. Despite what people say about me in chats or audio shows or social media, I know I'm finally going down the road I was meant to be on. Sure, I've taken many back roads, back trails, and I've gotten stuck in the mud. But after shifting gears into four wheel and with the help of some friends in the cannabis community, I am now cruising down the highway of life. I'm no longer an angry drunk with road rage. That part is not really a metaphor. Swerving recklessly and driving speeds out of control. Okay, that part kind of is. Cannabis has helped me re regain control of my vehicle, both figuratively and literally. Cannabis helps this vehicle drive my soul safely down the road of life. And <laughs> let's face it, after years of dents and scrapes, my ride may not look all shiny and new. Definitely lost that new car smell. The engine needs to warm up a little longer these days, but it gets me around no matter how slow I put around. And cannabis has been my best mechanic. It helped me find my voice again. We'll talk more about that next week. But I will honk this horn loudly about the healing nature of cannabis. So now I can focus my wasted intent of the past into deeds present now. Because like the old saying goes, the path to hell is paved in good intentions. And the cannabis community is full of good intentions. And I see some amazing humans doing good deeds and putting plans into action to carry out those good deeds. Not for the likes, not for the shares, not for the comments, but because it's the right thing to do to help people, to help society, to help the planet, and to help the veterans. Not just the fucking homeless veterans, but all of them. And yes, I'm still angry, and you should be too, about our forgotten warriors in the streets. I don't Give a shit if people are offended by my language. I'm offended by homelessness in the United States, and especially how we treat our veterans. And I'll bring it up weekly till this country takes all those thoughts and prayers, which are intentions without deeds, and start doing the deeds, sowing the seeds to cultivate a country that takes care of them all takes care of all of us. I mean, we're 
one big community after all. You see, they want us to fail. They want the cannabis community to fail. Don't forget that. There's more of them against us than there are outspoken cannabis activists. They're waiting to say, I told you those stoners were shady. I told you they were untrustworthy drug addicts. But it will take more than a few unsavory deeds to bring down this cannabis community. And we will do everything we can as a community to forgive them and not give them the fire they crave to destroy us. Dad, we're gonna use that fire to smoke what we want. Stay high and stay happy, right? As they say on the Cannabis Maker Radio. Thanks for having me here today, fellas. I, I, was, I was listening in on a great conversation about fear. The unknown, the future, because that's all fear really is. The what ifs and overthinking about the unknowns, could we torture ourselves with in our heads? That is the source of anxiety, the fear of control, because we fear what we cannot control. And the future is clouded even for the great Jedi Master Yoda. That fear takes us out of the moment. It makes us not present. And when we find balance in our heart, mind, and souls, we can be present in the moment. That's what cannabis does for me personally. It allows me to be here and now. Cannabis allows me to untether myself from my own imagination and anxious worrying about the future. Cannabis also allows me to step away from the depression of the past, because that's where it lives for me. Past mistakes, decisions, and every little choice, all the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, past things I've said and moments I wish to do over. They take me out of the present. And it is the practice of patience that I need with my past self that haunts me. I, I bet I'm not the only one. But cannabis has helped me with forgiveness. Forgiveness of others, yeah, forgiving them for sure. I got my share of haters and that just tells me I'm on the right path. But forgiving myself, because that's the most important and most important part of forgiveness, ourselves. We got to do it for ourselves, forgiving ourselves and forgiving others. It's for ourselves so that we can be present in our own lives and the lives of those we love, so that we can be present and connected to ourselves, our family, our friends, this planet, the holy plant, and the universe. The universe wants us to be happy. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say that again. The universe wants us to be happy. We just have to find that balance and get out of our own way. Easier said than done in my own case. So here I am trying to cultivate a positive cannabis experience so people can see what the faces of cannabis really look like. They are the faces of your family and your neighbors. They are the smiles of complete strangers and casual friends. 
They are the faces of ministers and pastors, mechanics and servers, executives and CEOs, blue collar and white collar, construction workers and architects, doctors and nurses, bankers and lawyers. And they are all working alongside you without you ever knowing. They shouldn't have to live in fear of judgment or repercussion because of the bigotries associated with cannabis. They should be able to show their faces and wear that smile with pride. They should be free like the eagle to spread their wings and fly as high as they need to get above the noise, to get above the drama, to get above the toxicity of other people. That's, that's what cannabis does for me to help me raise my vibration, to help me listen to my inner guardian angel, to help me rise above like the eagle. So I took my thoughts and spoke them. And now to do the deeds. Like the family at Cannabis Maker Radio, the way they came together to help Leah. They took their words and put them into action with good deeds indeed. What will be your deeds today, this week, this month, next month? What words will you put into action? How will you rise above? How will you fly high like the eagle? And how will you lift up the cannabis community with positivity? I hope I am. And I hope we can all one day be free, cannabis free, spiritually free, wellness free, the freedom to have our own choice of how we make ourselves better, mind, body, and spirit, planet, universe, the God of your choice, or whatever it is you want to believe or not believe in, that's what makes the cannabis community so beautiful, is that one holy plant that we know heals us, we know helps us. I lost the vision in my left eye for three days this week. Right after, you know, not immediately, it was Monday, noon, Monday, my time. And when that happens, my right eye has to do all the work. And eventually, it gives out too. And when that happens, my brain refuses to function. And I start losing consciousness. So I've been in and out of my own self all week. But thank the great creator. I had cannabis this week to help me get through it. I got my homemade CBD tea, which I'm drinking now. Have some great recommendations from the Verides Foundation here. You know, love, that's why education and a good dispensary and a good bud tender is important for those, especially who are new to cannabis and have never tried it out. Because, you know, it's a personal road we're all on. It's a personal journey. And not gonna lie, you know, finally got 
my soul in you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother Rick. Whew, that stuff's legit. <laughs> so now I see what y'all been talking about, but you know, unfortunately the postal service definitely got messed up during all those 2020 times and, uh, Things that used to take three days to get to me now take uh, up to two weeks. So that's fun. Let's fix that country. But back to cannabis. It, it, it helped me through the pain and calming the brain and mind while I couldn't see, which means I couldn't edit, couldn't move forward with my documentary, had to cancel several plans of interviews coming up. Couldn't even get on here to say hi to y'all because I kept passing out. You might, you might, you might, I might have been on stage and didn't even know it at a few times. That's been my week, but it's been cannabis has been there for me because I know it's got those healing properties that have always helped me. It's helped me with my ADD, helped me after my car accident, helped me when I was suicidal, helped me when I had all kinds of mental health issues going on, helped me stay focused. It helps me with my creativity to restart the, the podcast. It helped me every single time I was writing music back in the day and before every single show. Because, you know, music is life and the heartbeat of the universe. And one of the most creative things we can do as a human race. But I'm going to get more on that next week. But the cannabis and music, you, you guys know. You guys probably listen to your favorite stuff while high. Put you in that special place, that space. It's all connected. And just like we're here today to be connected. Connected to each other. Connected on the Cannabis Maker Radio. On Green Room. Connected in chats. Some of you are connecting in real life. You guys are gonna see each other down the road here. That's awesome. Because that's what we all need. We're looking for connection. Even more after 2020, come on. Who's not looking for real true connection? Because how much did we see in 2020 of people? You give everyone enough time, they show you their true colors. That's a fact, that's just not a saying. I saw way too much of people's true colors last year. So I'm happy to find a new community and be proud and not be fearful to talk about cannabis publicly. Not like I was. I'm not a legacy. I'm not a legacy grower, legacy smoker. <laughs> That's about it. But now I get to be public about it in ways I never thought would be possible yet. I dream it would be. But here we are. As a cannabis community, moving forward together, openly, honestly, and without it, not sure where I'd be right now, because cannabis led me to all of you, led me to my own ministry. How many people are that going to piss off? Yes. Cannabis led me to my own ministry, the one I've had on the back burners for over 10 years. The one my friend Rico, 
who was my keyboardist in my band, has been trying to get me to start forever, just so he could be the, the leader of uh, music ministry. <laughs> so, but we're, now we're in two different states. So I'm still trying to figure out how to get him on here live. But here we are. Cannabis led me down this road to all of you and to Cannabis Church. And today, doing the second sermon on the second Sunday of Cannabis Church. Wow. I just got to kind of soak that in for a second. <laughs> and I feel blessed and humbled that you guys are all here with me live. So I'm going to say a quick ending prayer. And I want to hear from you guys and hear your guys' testimony. Thank you, universe, for showing me the cannabis community and showing me my road. I know I uh, went astray many a times, but that's what happens. You find roadblocks, alternate detours. If you're from California, maybe an earthquake destroyed a freeway. You're gonna have to change course. You're gonna have to alternate things and like usual, the universe, right on time. I love you all. May the holy plant bless us all. May the universe give us what we need to be happy and may we all get out of our own way. Thank you, universe, amen. And now I relinquish the floor to you guys. Well, thank you, Casey Dolan, for that beautiful, beautiful sermon. Oh, what a ministry it is. Yes. I just want to say, wow, 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 yes, yes. So, first of all, I'm the first to say that you cannot separate your faith in whatever greater power you may see. My faith is still in the Almighty God. He has led my way, and he has led us to cannabis. I don't separate the two. I think that part of our journey and our testimony is helping those that have faith in Christ understand that that doesn't forsake what he has given us to use to heal our minds, our bodies, and our spirit. He's provided it for us. That's what it's about. It's about provision. It's about family and sense of community, and I am thankful to be in this place with my beautiful family. Oh, each day I love to learn and grow, and it's with my family. So that's my cannabis testimony. Puff, puff, pass. Amen. Thank you so much. This was my first time. I missed it last week. I think that you are so on the right track, and I just want to say bless you so much. We did see you on the room. I asked about you a couple of times, and I wish I had been able to reach out to you more and be there for you in your time of need. But just know that we were there with you, and we are there with you, and I hope that you continue on your journey because you are amazing, and I thank you so much for the last the last hour of gifting has been amazing. And I'm so thankful um, that people will, you know, go out of their way to get on here and help some help the next person. You know, sometimes it's not about me. 
anything that I do and what we do on here, it's not about me. Um, Cheryl Friend, thank you so much for your messages that you sent us last night. Um, thank you for you guys, like, looking out for me and my sister and, like, where you guys at, what you guys doing. The pop-up shop was great. We can talk about that later. But I just want to say good morning and thank you guys so much. Cheryl Friend, I appreciate you too, darling. Thank you. Wow. And chill friend, your voice is just so soothing and you're so articulate. You're a very good speaker. Well, thank you, Annette. I appreciate that, darling. Were you as moved as we were this morning by KC's word? I mean, we just got to help him understand that we need him in this family. He is crucial for our spirit. Yes, Casey. Puff, puff, pad. Yes. Annette, I asked everyone last week, what brought them down the road to cannabis? My in-laws brought me down the road to cannabis, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> I was with my in-laws the first time I tried cannabis. So my husband was bumped on his plane and I was uh, the only one who knew any first aid or CPR because I ran a health and safety training business with my own curriculum so I was thinking oh no so I was you know the paranoid when you very first start smoking pot oh no my god I'm gonna die or something's gonna happen to me and nobody knows CPR except for me so that was uh, first time was when I was like 26 I gotta say but I've used it in in various ways since then in a couple of different studies as a cancer survivor. I'm a 15-year cancer survivor. I've had 17 surgeries in 15 years. So I've used, um, I've used it a lot and journaled with it in various combinations to find out um, how they might be able to replace some synthetic medication that um, I wish I could get off because as someone experiencing chronic pain, this is a much better alternative. Amen. Well, Annette, you deserve an award, a superhero award, and I think that your in-laws deserve one too. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not saying that all in-laws are bad, but wow, what a testimony! You know what I mean? Do I mean love your in-laws? My goodness. Well. well my in-laws ended up taking my intellectual property, so they weren't so nice. But, <laughs> but we put them um, back I in the bag with the rest of all, them. Sorry. Pardon? Well, they're, that's okay. That, they're, all, they're all decent people, which, you know, even though they all got hooked on meth and, and um, tried to steal my child. But the, otherwise, you know, forgiveness is good. You know? <laughs> It's good. <laughs> Just had a laugh at that. I'm so sorry. Wow, 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 wow. And it, you're a heroine. I hear y'all. I mean, seriously, like, eye popping. Wow. You know what I mean? Well, that is the beauty of cannabis, man. If you have cannabis to smoke all day, you will not have a problem in life that's for sure but yes yes mm. amen i'm gonna take a hit to that 
Okay, and with that being said, I think that's a great segue for Casey, Annette, Cheryl Friend, Brian, Elwin. I really think there's a lot more people out there that need to hear about being comfortable with smoking. It just became legal in Virginia yesterday, y'all, and I'm that. Oh, really? I'm like... I'm wow, like, that's big. I'm, 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 I feel almost more annoyed now than I did three, five, six months ago. <laughs> that that <laughs> gizm, you know, that shit is, um, it's murderous, y'all. It's horrible. It's terrible. And it's all in my head. And it's all myself sometimes, whatever. I'm just a very intuitive being. I know what people be thinking and how y'all you know, side-eyeing people. And, and that's just my life, right? Um, You have to have these types of uh, in tuneness or whatever, being that girlfriend, girlfriend, you know, firstborn, that that whole thing is is that it's real. <laughs> That's all I can tell y'all. Preach on it, somebody. I know I'm gonna have me a cannabis centerpiece. That's what I'm gonna have. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's normalizing it. That's making it the reality. That's what it is. That should be advertising. That should be marketing. <laughs> It should you know, be in the I love background. flowers, a, a beautifully done arrangement with that plant in it on, for a centerpiece. Um, wow. Come on, man. Look, when you see that in someone's home, you know that you are you are home. You're like, you are home. Like, are you home? Come on in. Sit down, pull up a seat, lean back, lean in, listen in, and enjoy the conversation. And please share. That's what we're for. That's so when you see that centerpiece. <laughs> yes. Wow, 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 wow. You know, you home. Yes. Oh, amen. I've been needing to hear that from you all day, Cheryl friend. <laughs> Brother Brian, you got a testimony about how you made your way to cannabis down the Man, I was thinking about this because I got my medical card, uh, fuck, it's been like four years ago now in Arizona. And for a long time, I avoided getting it just because it was worthless for me because I was driving around so much to all these different places that like, I mean, there was really no point to me having it because it wasn't good in any other state. And it's funny because we, I mean, 710 was yesterday. It was our first legal one here in Arizona. I'm growing my first legal crop. And it's funny to me how, like, a lot of this stuff has changed over the years because, like, I'm 40 years old. I was born in 1980. And in the 90s, I was when I went to high school down by the Mexico-U.S. border. And I've seen some stuff, <laughs> basically. And over the years, it's been fascinating to me to see how, even the cartels, how they've how they've adjusted to all this stuff. Like they used to bring these gigantic bales of hay, like the size of your, well, not hay of uh, weed, like dirt weed, <laughs> the size of your body, and just these huge bales. And now they're doing these gigantic uh, oil drums filled with concentrate because even they're figuring out that like our our market has just changed over the past decade so much from from. I mean, as as hard as it is for all this legalization, as slow moving and as as annoying as it is, like there really are a lot of things that when I walk around these days, it's it's easier. Like I still have a little bit of a I don't know, like a fear kind of just from 
signing up for the medical program always kind of made me feel like I was signing up for a list to just be monitored. But like now that it's, I don't know. Everyone seems cool with it now. It, it, it seems like in Arizona, at least at this point, like it's, it's, it's less, it feels like it's, you're actually doing something good and not something shady, which is how they always made you feel like no matter what you knew about everything, it always just felt like you were doing something criminal when you really weren't. And it's, I don't know. It's nice to like, I don't know. I feel good these days. <laughs> kind of like there's still a lot of work to be done, but overall this is great. Amen. A lot of work left to be done, but yeah, uh, the we should all feel uh, it, it's easy to feel uh, apprehensive when di- moving forward. All this with all this, but like I said, you know, I, I'm no longer worried about it. I no longer have that fear because of this community. And the more I spend in this community and over there on uh, Clubhouse, talking, listening to people just talk and be so free and open about it, and getting it seems like people are just opening up and getting more free by the day. So yeah. Who, who else? We haven't heard from Brother Elwin or Angelo. Well, I just want to build on that because, Brian, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I was, you know, coming from the Midwest and, you know, in the 80s, not in the 80s, but like the 90s, I started smoking young, you know, just trying to not get caught. Um, I remember just, you know, smoking after baseball practice, smoking a blunt, police stopping me and, um you know, taking my blunt, but let me go. And I had some more bags and they didn't find it. <laughs> and I rolled another one right after it, you know, and what? be feeling like an addict and all that stuff. And, you know, just feeling, you know, like you got to hide it. That's, I think that's part of addiction, almost like the part where it makes you hide it. And now that I'm being more open and understanding it and understand when I'm having too much and, or whatever it may be, like, I feel good about it, too. And like, I'm always discreet about it. Like, I'm in California, so I'll smoke outside and smoke anywhere. But I'm very discreet. I like I know how to not be caught. You know what I mean? And, like, it's not stand out. But, um, but, like, as far as social media and stuff, I don't I didn't want to share that stuff or even, like, let people know. Like, I'll hint at it, but not show it. But now, like this community got me so proud and understanding and like, fuck. Yeah. Like you need to know about this. This is like, I don't feel alone. And like, I, all the blanks have been kind of filled in from, for me. Um, and like, you know, you kind of lost and it is like a church. Like you come to, you know, anything you, you're going to put your, your heart into, you're going to show love to connect with. That's going to be a religion. And you know, mine is cannabis hip-hop, love, people, you know, those are my religions. But now, like, I have, you know, fellow worshipers, I don't know, lack for lack of a better term, and people that... Family, you know, darling, family. Yes. Family. And y'all see it how I see it, and I, you know, I'm not crazy, I'm not delusional, um, you know, I'm not self-medicating in a negative way. I could go on and on, but amen. And we here. I love it, Elwin. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you, Denise. Love it. Love well, you. Well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. And there, here comes the angels singing from above. That's pretty much what Cheryl represents. Amen, amen. Agree with you, Elwin. Mm-hmm.
Brother Martin, Angelo, Yes, he. Uh, hello. Hello, somebody call my name. Martin. Brother Gill to the stage. Brother Gill, you want to bear your testimony? Good morning, I Gil. I just got Good here. morning, Gil. Good up, morning, Gil. Good morning, family. It is a pleasure being here with you on today's Cannabis Church. I will have to uh, pass on the opportunity right now and join in just after I'm done with showering my baby son, but I do have a pleasant time diving in and listening in in the meanwhile. And, you know, I just took two minutes to talk and medicate before I put him to sleep, and I've been listening in, and I will continue and you guys are still on in 20 minutes or so i'll definitely join in and share family mary is trying to come up can we pull up please so she can have a word puff puff pass hey mary yeah so let's definitely get someone up here to hear from for sure And uh, we, we always love new stories, Mary. Welcome up on stage and to Cannabis Maker Radio. And today is only our second ever Cannabis Church. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Tell us about uh, how you went down the road to cannabis. That is the best answer you could ever have. When you hear a child in the background, exactly. you know she is like, she has a need, child. <laughs> That's all the reason we need for you, Mary. But we like to say welcome. We are so thankful that you have chosen to connect with us on the Cannabis Maker Radio Church this morning. So whenever you come on back in, you just pull up a seat, <laughs> lean back, lean in, listen, learn, and please, by all means, share. Because we like to learn and grow together. Puff, puff, pass. Leona, I see your message. She says she hears my sister's voice in her head. You know, what did she say? Kicking ass <laughs> in the background. And now she thinks that, well, she said she first thought that I was Andrea. Um, and so now my voice is triggering her to hear Andrea motivating her in the background. <laughs> so this is like radio power. Like, let's yes. keep on blessing each other, y'all. This is awesome. <laughs> the Denise and Andrea ringtone, darling. Puff, puff, pass. Good morning. Good morning, Denise. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I was just listening and I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to tell her. And I was like, oh, my God, that's her sister. <laughs> you guys are like sound so much alike. I love it. I love it. But, yes, she is my new inner voice. And um, it just happened. And uh, great things are happening because of it. So thank you, guys, this whole family. It's uh, all your voices are in my head. And I love it. I love it every day. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you, Leona. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so you're gonna we're gonna have to do an interview. You're gonna have to come. We're gonna have to interview you and talk to you because now I wanna know all about you and what you're all about and what is this motivation, what are these amazing things, you know, who's coming into play, what are the pieces? I I wanna know everything. Oh my gosh, Denise, thank you. So I've uh, I've been on here since the second day, actually. 
This is the second room I've ever spoken in. Um, and it was on the same exact day too. I was on clubhouse for about three months and never spoke, came over to the green room and spoke in one room and then found this one and never stopped. So, um, yeah, I never shut up now and <laughs> I'm grateful for that. I'm looking for my breakthrough, Leona. I'm looking for my breakthrough girl. I love you. Yes. Yes. And so, um, many doors have opened, uh, my life has completely changed in what, what has it been like 22 days? Like, I know that this is me doing it, but because of the people I'm meeting and the opportunities and the, 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 the safe space, this has changed my life because of the direction I was already going and, and making for myself. This was, um, it's great. And I encourage anybody um, to come up and speak, tell your story. I love cannabis. So this was just, um, it was really nice to be able to talk about that. That helped me open up and, um, cannabis saved my life. Uh, I love CBD. I have CBD products coming out and it's not even about that. It's about, um, what this does for people and how it helps them and being able to, um, grow as a, as a person and help, people know about this plan it's just um, what an incredible space and all the people on here with their their words and their knowledge just um oh my gosh i i tell people everything i learn on here and everybody thinks i know what i'm talking about and i'm just regurgitating the wonderful information that i get on here so thank you all so much this is leona i'm done amen wow well, I just have to testify. I did the same thing. Like if it hadn't been for being on this platform this week, I think I would have been, I mean, I felt the edge of being a frazzled mess while doing the pop-up shop, but it's like, not like I haven't done it before, you know, or what have you, but sometimes the bad experiences will be in the forefront of your mind. So you can't just naturally be yourself, but because we had done so much talking last week and I listened to so many testimonies, it's just such a great feeling. I was able to share some of those stories and talk to people and we gave them a lot of space to share themselves with us we're not here to sell y'all anything we just want to connect with the business owners and talk to you guys about what's really happening and it was just amazing so yeah i agree 100 percent. cannabis maker radio cannabis maker radio yeah you found home Girlfriend, you are my jingle girl. <laughs> yes, I need that on a ringtone right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, talking about having songs or stories yeah. or whatever in your head, girlfriend, your voice is like, yeah, this can't what I can that now while I'm doing my heart. Next time I'm ironing <laughs> shirts, I'm gonna be like cannabis maker radio. Yes, yes, love it. It's to be a ringtone with your voice on it, girlfriend, to wake someone up. You know, something, it'll be a little inspiring thing, and then it'll be puff, puff, pass. And then if you don't wake up in another 10 minutes, it's like puff, puff, pass. <laughs> oh, the best news <laughs> ever. Oh, my God, yes. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> that is amazing. And then Andrew oh, got to kick in. That's what that's what Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, come over. Get your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're puffed on past, bitch. Get up. <laughs> now I just Get on up. 
get on up. Yes. <laughs> Cannabis Maker Radio. We're family. Puff, puff, pay. All right. So who's going to record that? Because that I'm needs to happen. Every that was awesome. Minutes. I didn't realize my mic was on too. Uh, actually, this entire segment has been recorded for Cannabis Church. So it, that was just recorded. Oh, great. We'll have to chop it and use it all the time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will. Right I'm now. sure they will. <laughs> then we should all sing it then. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love it. What is it? Cannabis Maker Radio. That's Cannabis it. Maker Radio. Yeah. So all at the same time, because I'm down for that. I'll put that on my ringtone for real. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's count it. Let's count okay, it. Un- okay. Unmute. You count it off, Everybody girlfriend. Unmute. You count it off. Five, six, seven, eight. Cannabis, Cannabis, Cannabis Maker, Maker Radio. Radio. No, we got to do that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yes. I'll, I'll count down from three. Three, two, one. Y'all, that's a stoner choir if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yes, yes Brother Davian. Welcome Speaking to Cannabis Church. If you're just tuning in here, you hear the choir singing where you're at, Cannabis Maker Radio. We ain't got to be in tune as long as we're singing together. Yeah, as long as you can carry a joint, that, you don't have to carry a tune. Just come on in and sing. Whatever note. Your heart inspires you to pick. And at whatever time you want to jump in. But see, that's what the music people get for not coming over here first. That's right. He sings my soul. I can't remember the words. Yes, I know it, darling. How How great great thou art. Yes, yes. I can picture Annette singing that, like, as she stares lovingly at the joint she's holding. Yeah. <laughs> right? That that just beautiful, passionate, lo- how great thou art. <sighs> yes, it's too bad we don't have a cannabis <laughs> channel because we could do some skits in there. That would be pretty good. Staring at my joint lovingly. How great thou art. Oh, my goodness. That could actually be something we could schedule. That's something we could add to the um, episodes, guys. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful idea. Ideations in the building. Yes. How great thou art. Yes. Cannabis Maker Radio. We're family at the Cannabis Church. Puff Puff Pass. <laughs> this is Leona Damien your voice well, I heard that I just have to say <laughs> nice nice oh this old thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you I appreciate that what's everybody smoking on in church I came in a little late so I'm going to ask the repeat questions uh, I uh, I started with a little Eagle Scout mix and some peanut butter souffle. Come on, both chef. to get me up and relax me. Yep, just in time. I think I'm smoking lemon haze. I rolled it in a joint. I bought a bunch of stuff, and um, I think I might have mixed it with other stuff too. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Lemon salad. Mmm. <laughs> I love the Hayes family. 
What's and I up, love Melissa? That it started with I think. That's a, that's how you know his you're family a haze. is fabulous. <laughs> that's how you know you're smoking a haze because you have to start with I think it's this. <laughs> Morning, Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, Welcome Melissa's got to gotta sing it. She's got to sing. It. Come on, Melissa, let's hear it, darling. Puff, puff, pass. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Good morning, y'all. I'm always excited to to hear all your wonderful voices and the giggles and the all the feelings that are here. I just love it. Puff, puff, pass. Cannabis Maker Radio. Yes, we're family. Puff, puff, pass. Yeah. And and for anyone tuning in for the first time, this is a worldwide family. We've got Gil over there in Israel. Uh, Damien's uh, in Vermont, if I'm correct. I'm in New Mexico. Uh, Denise, you're in, what, Virginia? Like, people all over the country, let Williams, alone all right. over the globe. It's crazy it's crazy and then the the boys recording this uh for me are all the way kicking it in spain teasing me with amazing pictures of the beach nice nice and i'm all the way up in the great white north where cannabis is legal where is that annette i'm in colorado toronto oh nice so uh yeah, our whole province is legal. You can smoke anywhere, and they have a ton of stores all over the place. Smoke shops where you can yeah. hang out and chill and drink and eat. And oh, it's well, on my uh, list. They don't, my they list. only have it's a couple where you can list. go in and smoke in there, but you can smoke outside a restaurant. You can't smoke in a restaurant. Outside, okay, that's still nice though. Yeah, smoke a little bit, then get you some grub. That's what's up. Yeah, you can just stand on the street anywhere. And now that lockdown's coming out, because we've been locked down for so long, and I live downtown, so that really sucks under lockdown for sure. And they're going to be opening up the restaurants next week so that we can go into a restaurant, which is good because it's been cold and. Being on a patio always is, you know, no fun in the cold. Don't you know? I know all too well, yeah. Not a a fan of cold weather, no way. Especially when you're trying to have a nice meal at a restaurant. I don't blame you. And, uh, yeah, you got to, you know, restaurants are, went. so many restaurants here in America went out of business because of everything in 2020. Like, got to go out and support them for sure. Yeah, same here, too. It's really, it's a shame. But you guys, you know, my husband and I met at a winter solstice party outside. It was very cold. It was December. You know, to each his own. I'm not a great fan of cold weather, but it just came knocking. (laughs) Well, when you got somebody to warm you up proper, mm mm-hmm. And besides, that sounds like a great love origin story. I love a good love origin story. You were going to say something, Damien? Yeah, well, so earlier today, uh, we were having a talk about, like, 
old faithful as far as like pieces, right? Like if you have a collection or, or like that go-to thing that you smoke out of. And so I was curious, like we're talking cannabis church, like how do you ritualize your smoking habits or your consumption habits, right? Like is it, do you have sort of a cannabis ritual or, or sort of, you know, are you a smoker of habit as it were, right? Like you go to that one piece unless unless you have friends coming over and then you switch to something else, right? Just like, do you have a ritual or, or is it truly sort of as the wind blows each time you smoke? Uh, for me personally, Damien, uh, since this is Cannabis Church, uh, I'll go first. Uh, all of the above. Uh, it, it depends on the mood. And like you said, if you're going to have company and fellow smokers or if you're going to be in public or traveling or out of your own element versus being at home, in a controlled environment. And I know because of uh, my pain and my different issues, it takes a lot less for me these days. So like joints just kind of go to waste and I hate to s- try and put it out and relight it and all that. Whereas in all I need is one to two hits out of a quick bowl. So that's the easiest way to go. Uh, and, uh, but I've recently broke out the bong again because uh, my lungs are working again. Now that uh, I've had, I'm fully vaccinated from uh, my, year-long bout of covid bs so uh yay 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 but yeah whichever way the wind blows and whatever i'm in the mood for because you know uh it is communing with nature and the planet and myself at the same time so just kind of gotta listen to that inner inner spirit yeah for me like i've noticed like some of the habits of my of my past, right, like uh, have sort of crept in and formed new sort of consumption rituals for me. So, like, if I'm just smoking a joint by myself, there's a particular way I go about it. If I'm going to share it, there's a particular way I go. About it. So I kind of created these like, OK, step one. And then if this step two, if that proceed to step four, right? Like I create these little like rubrics almost and like not as serious as writing them down or anything, but like as somebody who's able to observe my consumption and, and sort of the ritual behind it, like, I don't know. There, there are just certain things that I do the same way for that particular situation because I feel like it either contributes to the experience or I feel like uh, there will be less of a barrier to participation, right? Like if the bowl is is larger and you don't have to like be refilling it all the time, then maybe more people feel comfortable to take a puff or something like that. So like it just depends, yeah, situationally. But like I've started to notice and sort of codify in my mind like, wow, you know, I, I, I went from a place of extreme ritual to sort of almost inadvertently creating it again for myself just in a situation where it involves my consumption. Well, I know as a sharing plant, uh, one ritual that has never changed with me is pretty much always giving somebody the green hit or somebody new in the circle of the green hit if they haven't had it and uh, pretty much other people having to force the green hit on myself. So, yeah. I see what you I mean. I follow that rule too. Yeah, that's one that I do. Does anybody else have like those etiquette rules? Maybe that's another way to form it. Like what etiquette, etiquette yeah. do you follow? The most essential darlings is puff puff pass. <laughs> we should have known that was coming. Yeah. You got it. I can just see her sitting there after she's finished. Puff puff pass. 
And she passes it on to the next person. So you guys. Just be a staple there now, I think. Puff, puff, pass. Melissa. Sorry. Um, If you are passing around a joint, how many hits do you take off it before you pass? A joint? Two. At least two. Two. It, whoa, wait. whoa, whoa, whoa. Though so I, I've smoked a Snoop Dogg, so you take four before you pass it to Snoop Dogg. So, yeah. I've always followed 3DP. Three drag pass. Joe G just said four. <laughs> four. <laughs> and I do like the four idea, but. I've actually read somewhere that the etiquette is different for blunts. I don't smoke them. That's why I don't, I don't know. So. Is it two and one or two and th- is it three off a blunt before you pass? Minimum what? three. Yeah, yeah, three. The blunt's the one you have to remind somebody. That's why you develop the puff puff fast. It's not yeah, really yeah. just for your own thing. You're telling them, hey, 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 come on now. Puff puff fast. Get up you know. off it. <laughs> okay, Get up okay, off I got you. <laughs> you messing up the rotation. You know, you're supposed to work it around. You messing That's up the rotation. That's not a microphone, boo. <laughs> right. Is it left? Is it right to left or left to right? Left to right. Let it move. Move around. Come on now. No, that's why. Though. That's why you roll two blunts. One goes yeah. left. One goes right. Yeah. Well, hey. that'd be nice too. That's a good one. Oh, oh, oh dual rotation. That's a yeah. That always thing. messes me up too, because then I yeah. end up holding everything. <laughs> yeah, that's like Both playing Uno. Now you holding all the cards in Uno. Doggone! I have both sides of my mouth going. But anyway, it's that's what it's about. It's the rotation. So there's a certain rhythm to actually passing it. You, there's a little bit of conversation. You may have music going in the background, but everybody's watching it move across the family. Trust me. <laughs> Ain't nobody <laughs> taking their eyes off it, no. <laughs> and and, and, and yes, I, I will never forget my first blunt experience uh, around, a, uh, around a fire outside of my buddy's house and uh, and and yeah, yeah, and that's exactly it. And you're just everybody's watching it, waiting for it to come your turn. And it's not puff puff pass. You don't say that after you. You, girlfriend's right. You were reminding them to hurry their ass up and pass that blunt over because you know the next person's going to take their sweet ass time with it too. That's true. So puff, is anybody pass. passing the ball? See, that's what I love about a bong ritual is you will just load a private hit for that person and everybody gets their own kind of like little freshie. Ah, that's the etiquette thing. I see that. But then, you know, when my husband loaded up, I wish you would try to smoke that whole bowl. (laughs) Challenge accepted. (laughs) I was like, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, years back, we rigged this big uh, gravity bong in our kitchen. And I remember we had a night where there were a handful of us over there. And I got to look in and I realized we were all in a line. Like, it was like we were waiting for the water fountain. It was hilarious. And we all enjoyed it. <laughs> line up. It's your turn. <laughs> different, kind of water, different kind of water cooler. Hey, how you doing, son? Welcome. Uh, And just thank you, everybody, for being here for Cannabis Church. Hey, Uh, son. I will be here again next Sunday. Love you all, family. And then let's just continue the conversation. And thank you, Cannabis Maker Radio, for getting this 
wonderful hour recorded for me. Much love. Cannabis Maker Radio. Cannabis Maker Radio. Hey, Gacina, I'm sorry that I missed your hour. I just finished with the kids and came to join back in. Gil, you have to sing it. Let's hear it. Cannabis Maker Radio on Cannabis Church. Yes, (laughs) perfect. You pass. Welcome to the choir. So uh, I can't wait to see y'all's reaction when you hear it. Hi, son. Good good morning. Good day. Good morning. Good day. So I've been listening in a little bit, and my feeling is when you're all on the same team of art, there's a natural cadence that happens with, with passing because the plant has a certain frequency that it inhibits in all of us. So sometimes we finish each other's sentence. Uh, sometimes for so no apparent reason we hug each other. <laughs> uh, but that's typically what happens when I'm in a group where everybody's on the same one. Now, that's if you're doing a blunt, right? But when you do a canagar, I don't know how many people have had a canagar. That, my friend, uh, is another experience. A canagar, it's like a cross between a cigar and a joint. It has some essential. It's got (laughs) essential oils, uh, very minor, you know, just a few terpene. But it's very compressed, so one canagar will last you eight, nine hours uh, amongst a group, and it's hard to hard to burn it out. And then it's pretty amazing the etiquette that happens because it is extremely it's very high powered. But I don't think it's just because it's got high THC as an example, because it's usually always done with full. Uh, a uh, full expression plant uh, and so it's just it's just amazing because you're connecting at this sort of level uh, and, and yeah I, I don't know what else to say it you have to be there to feel it so one day I hope that I'm in that space with all y'all and that way we can experience that too you know what I mean hey man you hell yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. And we're all well, 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 well. Come on with it. This is now, Leona. What I would say about oh. is, this is Gil. I have had the, the privilege of experiencing one with the company owner when they launched. And, and you know, he kind of went around all of the events and, and passed them around. And they had him... Smoke uh, a canagar that was gold uh, wrapped, just for this kind of interview thing with with a lot of PR. And as soon as he was done with this, you know, lighting it for the purposes of the PR, he gave it away for so many other people to keep posting and reposting because it was like the most expensive canagar, whatever. And then he took out a smaller one, like, out of his pocket, lit it, and like, okay, let's go sit and have a conversation with the guys. It was so funny to see, like, you know, the enthusiast uh, Instagrammers enjoying the, the gold kind of theme and having just one puff and pass, whereas, like, 
20 people got our asses kicked and and you know you think that you're jabbing but then you're getting the right hook from this while you're jabbing to your friends and it's always a puff puff pass because it's too heavy but it's amazing so (laughs) that was my experience i did not have the pleasure of experiencing them or or seeing them available in any dispensary i've visited uh, apart from maybe I think it was Planet 13 once, but they didn't have any in stock. Uh, so I didn't have the privilege of, of buying them and trying them out with me, you know, taking the whole time to experience it and enjoy it and, and contemplate what it feels like in the beginning, middle, and the end, like I usually do with blunts or joints or whatnot. But I'm pretty sure these guys did a good job at it. Dude, I met the Kandigar guy, and I've had his product. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. This is Leona. I was just going to say, um, when passing joints, I if there's only three people and you're in a row instead of in a triangle, <laughs> you wind up getting extra high if you're sitting in the middle. So whatever group, I just don't want to be sitting in the middle, okay? Because I get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, didn't I just have this? Oh, fuck. <laughs> don't share my hack. I'm the one sitting in the middle because... I was like, I'm normally in the middle. Oh. Leona in the middle. I was like, wait, wait, you're going to pass that over me? No, you're not. Here, 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 here. Okay, I got it. I'll pass what? it on now. <laughs> What's the most amount of lighters you ever went home that. with from a party? Anyone else just all of a sudden like, how do I end up with five lighters tonight? Yep. Four, five. <laughs> no, I'm the person or that goes no home lighters. saying, where the hell are my five lighters that I brought? <laughs> my bad. Casey is like, it is. <laughs> my bad. There's somebody that takes lighters, just like there's always somebody who takes pins, whatever. Wait, okay. And somebody- Melissa, sorry. sorry. Sorry, sorry. This is this is a. Do you all have you noticed that the two most stolen like items are made by Bic pens? And <laughs> oh wow! Talk about Bic building into your business. Well, it is. You know they're gonna need more because they're gonna be stolen. Wow. To be fair, I never really stole a lighter as much. It was just the bowl ended up on me, and I was the last one with it. And yeah. <laughs> People may have left them over at the crib. You know, I'm not giving them back. Like, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. It's there. It, it, it ain't no Zippo. I don't, I don't, I don't steal them. I just be so high, I forget to put it in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. That's the one too. I go with that one. See, ain't nobody stealing. Let's go back away from that one. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I will sometimes have an extra voice coming out of this box here. I've got an extra big <laughs> now. I don't know where it came from. I've got somebody's big now. <sighs> Denise, you got your big baby. Denise, radio ventriloquist. Either that or he got Andrea's big. <laughs> so when she comes on here for her show, y'all can talk to her about, do you have your big? I got somebody's blunt. Oh, damn. <laughs> puff, puff, pass, man. That ain't cool. <laughs> well, I'll pass it now. Okay, to be honest, I did have I did have one friend. I had one friend back in the day that would make a game of it to see how many lighters he could walk away from at parties. So, you know, that was his I thing. I think we all have that friend, fucker. <laughs> I just didn't like it back <laughs> well, in the 70s when they would take my Zippos. Yeah, that's another subject. That's just not cool. 
Oh yeah, I'm talking uh, big level. Big level. That's wrong. Okay, but what about the person that sits there in a circle and takes your cover off of your big? I want y'all to stop doing that now. You take it no, off that doesn't really help. <laughs> but then you can't tell but one from the about, other. What about Write this person that leaves a, you know, that leaves a bud because he was too high? Now, what do you do with that? Is that yours or his? Because oh, that's yours. That's yours. Yeah, that's there. yours. That was the housewarming gift. Yeah, Pos- possession is nine tenths the law. Possession is nine tenths the law. So, just wanted to verify. You know, the house always wins. Yeah, there you go, Denise. <laughs> I don't but like be sure to thank them for it, though. Be sure to thank them for it. You know, you say, you know what? You left such and such, but I appreciate you. That was beautiful. Thank you. That's what you actually save a piece for when they come back. I know. I'm going to buy a box of bicks. I'm going to buy a big box of gifts. And everybody I think I took one from, I'm going to send them one for Christmas present. I put that in my kids' stockings because they're always using my lighters. And then you have 20 empty lighters when you go to light a joint. And I have an electric stove, so figure that one out. (laughs) Well, Damien, I do thank you. I'm going to buy some stock of Big now because this is an ingenious business model. (laughs) I'm telling you, lighters and pens, they don't got to do fancy. They just do the basics, (laughs) y'all. I'll send out Christmas cards and say, hey, remember back in 1973 when we were at your house? <laughs> I kept your lighter. I'm returning it now. Here you go. Oh, Merry my God. Christmas. I would love that Christmas gift. That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would. I would open that up, and I would just fall out laughing. Like, that would make me laugh my ass off. I'd be like, yo, look at what they just uh, said. <laughs> and then we, I should all, we should all do that. We should all ask for all our lighters back that we've left and see how many we get. <laughs> Remember in, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, everybody, was, everybody was so messed up, nobody remembers, so everyone's going to say they remembered. And thank you for the lighter back. <laughs> and I think, I guess I'm going to get, we're going to get a low, put logos on them. We're going to order them special like you do the M&Ms these days. And it might have to say Giratano House Cannabis Maker Radio, or I don't know. But you guys are making me think right now. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's a good Christmas gift, for real. We all should be sending them out. It's a good gift, and it's funny. Yep. You remember that one time in Damien, high school when we were out the parking darling. lot? Here's, here's your lighter back. That's what I'm here yeah. for, y'all. What do you think about what- the ideation thus far? I love it, especially if we send it with a greeting card that's made on hemp paper that has a hemp seed in it so that when you plant the well wish, a a bush grows. Exactly. It's a whole kit, y'all. We've got a whole holiday kit. Oh, and it's it's from Cannabis Maker Radio, and each one of us has a little item in there. Well, according to a new law that the, the makers are doing in Israel, we will be able to send this hemp seed soon enough without having any uh, implications that relate to going to jail. But right now, as hemp is still illegal here, I'll have to pass on the hemp seed. The hemp paper, however, I will use. You know, this is two models. I never want another family Christmas card with Matt Jamas again. I, w- I want this. This is what I want. 
And Leona, I did see your message just now, so um, I'll probably reach out tomorrow because we're going to the river in a minute because it's really hot. No problem. I'm still in my jammies and doing some work, so I'm just chilling anytime. No rush, no rush. I love how we know we're going to get back to each other. We we have our like, we got it. It's good. Whenever you're ready, it's going to eventually happen. Because we know that we're about the positive thing. It don't matter when. It just matter, you know, that you get it. It's We're not like that. That's what I love about my family because I have actually advised I'm going to reach out to a few of you. And you're always like, okay, yeah, sure, friend's going to come back. Yes, babies, I am. Oh, my family, yes. But y'all understand it's a flow about it. It's when it fit, ding, we ready. Let's talk. Puff, puff, pass. Bye, Angel. I'm going to be going into places on Clubhouse saying puff, puff, pass. They're going to go, oh, you stole that from show friend. Do you say that in other rooms, too? You should say that in other rooms, too. Girl, I've not left this room. This is the one room I connected (laughs) with from day one. I've not left. <clears throat> there was one time we were testing other places to go see if they were having some issues, but I didn't even go do that. I was waiting on them to come back with a report. <laughs> I stayed here. <laughs> like, what are the rooms? I don't know. I don't even know what you what you mean by that. Well, you know, you go in the hallway and there are other rooms. There are music rooms playing. There are people who just want gems. So you go in there and they keep gemming each other every 30 minutes and... There's usually a big room in there and DJ playing and you don't really necessarily get to know one another. Well, what do they expect with the gems? What is the drive to collect so many gems? Are they, are they thinking if I have so they many? They do not know yet. I talked to one of the, the designers that came into the room one day and he said that they're not going to take any gems away. They're not going to give any back if you've lost any or whatever, because there was a, you know, they, they had this uh, time limit of five minutes and now they've brought it to 30 minutes. And there was a short time where they, they had the time limit down. So you could just keep punching someone in the face and giving them gems. And to me, it seems more valid when you're given a gem when you're saying something reasonable or valuable or participating or something like that but it just seems like a group from the the original clubhouse days that all followed (laughs) each other and all did that kind of stuff so i don't know if there's going to be any monetization with the the gems, but it wasn't really devised that way. And they want to have some quality content on here, not just music playing and gem farming. Mm. That is well received. Thank you for the clarification. Puff, puff, pass. You are welcome. Puff, puff, pass. I think yep. in here, I just want to get to 420, and then I'll be happy, like, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always someone celebrating 420 in here, so. And we five minutes away from 420 somewhere. It's and always 420 somewhere. Exactly. And who comes in the middle of church and begs for gems? What the fuck? <laughs> 
Yeah, I was like, no. I saw that. <laughs> like, doesn't it make sense that if somebody has an hour, you come in, you're supposed to be giving the gems to the person that's speaking. I don't understand. I sprinkle that shit around like fairy dust, though, but that's yeah. it doesn't really mean it's just fun for me um, because right now everybody's got so many that it's just it's, it doesn't mean anything anymore. And so, yes, if someone says something, um, definitely give them one. But also, you know, sprinkle that shit around because it, it's, it's just fun. It's just fun. Oh, yeah, well, but, I don't know. If you right, see, so I think shit. people thought that they're coming to church and they're asking for donations, you know? <laughs> That's it. Donations, donations. The church is open, so we need to do something, something. Okay, we can look at it that way. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, what? That's I was funny. like, I said, no, darling, I want to talk to you. Come on over here so we can have a conversation. She was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got to go. <laughs> I was like, oh, I scared her away. No, baby, don't be scared. We just want a little conversation. You got to figure out how to pass the digital plate. Yeah. Conversation is scary for some people, Cheryl, though. And that's, uh, but some people also don't have good intentions. So, you know, when they start to talk, then you know they do. And they're trying. It, It doesn't take long to figure those folks out. They Give them enough time. Themselves. Yeah. <laughs> They'll remove yeah. themselves because they get yeah. uncomfortable. Exactly. The conversation yeah. would be too deep for them. Said the investigator. It's <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's, it's the wrong place. It's like walking to the wrong room when you're in college. You're like, oh, hell, this the wrong room? Oh, I'm in the wrong room. Okay. My apologies. <laughs> I was looking for another class. <laughs> so they, rem- they walk out. The class <laughs> I've done that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Church lady finger. You come on in here. You come on this way. You you you're going the wrong way. You, oh yeah, that's the right way for you. Take care of yourself. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Send them on the way. <laughs> that's Cheryl friend. She's the polite, down home, welcome hostess with the mostess. That's why we love her. Oh yeah, better <laughs> better Cheryl friend than Joe G. <laughs> <laughs> So it'd be a different conversation, huh? Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good the good Come Lord gave down. us the good Lord gave us teeth to keep our mouths in jail. But mine keeps escaping. <laughs> Girl, he is He's hilarious, right? <laughs> well put out a damn APB for my mouthful then, because It is a beautiful sunny day in Huntersville, North Carolina. The wind is moving. You feel it on your skin. Sun's not hot, hot. It is warm. You see the clouds in the sky, so blue. And you say, thank you, Lord, for what you do. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> 